0: Moncrief on News Talk. It looks a bit like the Sam Maguire Cup, uh, which isn't that surprising as it's the trophy for an annual Highland Games event in Scotland, but it's been a while since it was awarded to anyone as it's been missing for almost 90 years, but now it has been brought home. Jonathan Christie is Chief Executive of the Cabrack Trust. Good afternoon, Jonathan.
1: Good afternoon. Brilliant to be speaking to you from the Caberach in uh, in Murray in North Scotland.
0: Yes, and actually, do describe where, where the Caberach is because it's almost. I I always think of it. It's where kind of the shoulder is in Scotland.
1: That's right. So yeah, so we're on the the what we describe as the rugged edge of Speyside, Scotland's um, whiskey making capital, uh, right in the centre of North Scotland. We're a we're a high place, sitting about a thousand feet. Uh, and a very, very small community, but incredibly beautiful.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and I do want to come back to that. But tell us about the games first, because the the, the, the games in Cabergh. Uh, they started in eighteen seventy seven.
1: Yeah, so for for a for a period of history, the the Kabracht Picnic and Highland Games were the was the big event of the annual calendar. People travelled from miles around, uh, camped on the banks of the rivers here and it was the day for the Cabaret community uh, but sadly it kind of came to a stop in 1935 Dwindling population people had left and uh, the big games were no longer viable. Um, so almost 90 years without a picnic and games up here in the Cabaret.
0: okay yeah and, and and this particular trophy which is like a Rose Bowl trophy and, and the only because people would know what the Sam Maguire Cup looks like here and that's kind of similar in shape. Um, When did that, when was that first uh, contributed to the Games? So, uh, I mean, the Highland
1: Games in North East Scotland and more generally across Scotland are huge events and traditionally have these incredible pieces of silverware for the the best performing athletes. And the the Cabaret Picnic in Highland Games was no different. Uh, So this was gifted to the community by a dignitary and was awarded annually uh, to the top performing athlete. Um, The last recipient was a chap called Charles Taylor, uh, and he won it three times, and on winning it for the third time, was gifted it permanently, and that was in 1929. So the the, the Rose Bowl hadn't been seen in the cabaret since 1929 yes. until Monday.
0: And, and so then, then then last year, you or in 2022, I should say, you, you revived the games. And did you start searching immediately, trying to find out where the Rose Bowl was?
1: Well, suppose from a, from a Cabaret Trust point of view, um, the, the charity that I've got the joy of running, um, we're about regenerating this community. It's got this incredible history and we're doing a lot of hard work to bring things back into the community. So we came upon the idea of relaunching the Cabaret Picnic and Highland Games in 2022 as an opportunity to pull the community together, but to bring more people into the area. And it was an, a runaway success unexpectedly people came in their hundreds and it was a brilliant day height of july in northeast scotland absolutely beautiful so when it came to doing the 2023 event that's when we set upon the idea of you know can we find this lost piece of silverware and can we bring it back so we launched perhaps ambitiously a uk-wide search for the lost cabaret rose bowl and uh and actually could not believe it when um Adrian Taylor picked up the phone and spoke to me in December last year.
0: Yeah, but it couldn't have been further away from you, short of being in France.
1: Aye, right, right down on the Devon coast, yeah. and uh, the the last place that we thought we would find it. And uh, and as I said, you know, it was it was a phone call that came out of the bl- the blue in December. You know, the, we'd got good good pick up about our national search, but uh, nothing came of it. Yeah, and then. A phone call completely out the blue. I think I have your Rose Bowl. Uh, just couldn't believe what I was hearing.
0: Yes, and he, he is—he's uh, the, the grandson, is he, of of the original winner of it?
1: That's right. So uh, his grandfather—it was his prized possession—and he left it to his son, um, who also had it as the, his prized possession, and then left it to Adrian, the grandson, who has had it now, um, and he's in his seventies. He's seventy-two. So he's had it all these years, and he was sorting through his things and uh, Googled Cabaret Rose Bowl, huh. and the story from last summer popped up in his Google search. Found the Cabaret Trust online, picked up the phone, and found himself speaking to me.
0: Yeah, and th- n- now in future, when you hold the games, will 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 the winner uh, now get the Rose Bowl,
1: or at least Definitely. for a year? So we- Yeah, so we have a massive responsibility now to kind of not only having restarted the Picnic and Games, we have a responsibility to make sure that returns to being that big annual event for the community and visitors to the area. And we need to honour that tradition of awarding the Rose Bowl to the top performing athlete each year. They may not leave the Cabriche with it and uh, Mm -hmm. we'll protect it and look after it here, but uh, that top performing athlete will be recognised each year with the ceremonial awarding of the Rose Bowl, and uh, we'll make a, sor- a, a companion plaque where we can make sure that we're recording the winner each year uh, forevermore.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, as you were telling us in 1935, uh, the, the, the Games kind of dwindled out, because, partially at least, I suppose, because of depopulation. How are things now in that part of Scotland? I, is that an ongoing problem you have?
1: I, I mean, I think um, like rural communities across the whole of, you know, the British Isles, there are challenges and they've certainly been particularly acute in the Cabaret. We had a population of over a thousand people a hundred years ago. And now that population sits at less than a hundred. So we're definitely at a low ebb, but the the charitable trust, the Cabaret trust, we're doing a huge amount of work to regenerate the area. Part of that's big events like the Cabaret picnic and games. Part of that's creating well-being opportunities, nature trails, tree planting, rural skills, but another big project that we're just, uh, Almost finished is creating a social enterprise single malt single malt Scotch whiskey distillery, which um, will return a really important part of the area's cultural identity to the area. Mm. Uh, will produce a really good whiskey, but will create a significant revenue stream, which will really kind of drive forward our regeneration vision for decades to come.
0: Yeah, because back in the days, I understand it was notorious for uh, uh, illegal whiskies. There was no place
1: like it in Scotland. <laughs> there was the greatest concentration of illicit distillers than anywhere else in Scotland, right here in the Caberach, because it was off the beaten track and it was high and it was remote. And when the excise men were coming, there was kind of all the network was in place to kind of alert the illicit distillers that they were on their way, put out the fires, hide the stills, and uh, it happened here at a concentration unlike anywhere else. Mm. Brilliant stories.
0: Uh, now, as you said, it's it, it's a beautiful part of the world. You know, is it difficult to get to? And, and you know, would they, if it was easier to get to, would that help, say, in your tourism efforts?
1: I mean, arguably, yeah, kind of access is always a big challenge for rural communities. But, I mean, I travel into the Cabaret every day and that's the joy of coming here. You know, you, you feel like you're travelling into um, a very rural setting, a very high setting, an area of outstanding beauty, but you know what? We're only six miles up the road from Dufton, which is the globally recognised capital of Scotch whisky, six miles away. Hmm. So we're actually not that far out from the heart of Speyside, uh, yet you feel like you're somewhere very special and remote.
0: Yeah. Jonathan, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. Uh, best, of, best of luck continuing uh, with the Games. That was Jonathan Christie their Chief Executive of the Cabrack Trust. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.